And this is Jay Taft with your weekly sports podcast, Not Just a Game. And this week we have, we're going to have three guests this week, and one of them is Nia Karras, Boylan, soon-to-be senior uh, swimming star, who anybody who's into swimming has been watching and, and watching closely as she's been qualified for three straight state tournaments, state meets here in a row. Uh, meddled in all of them, right, Nia? Right. Brought back the hardware each time. Um, so thank you for joining us. This is just a good time to get somebody like you on. I've got a lot of things I want to hear from you about. Um, but thanks for joining us. I hope you and your whole family, everybody's safe right now. Thanks. You too. Everybody in the Karis family doing good, healthy. Everybody's good? Yeah, everyone's healthy. Okay, good. Flashback real quick and just give us a little take on what it's been like for someone like you who's just been anxiously awaiting her senior season um, and having to deal with this, what we've been dealing with these last few months with the pandemic, the lockdown, all the question marks surrounding sports in the near future. Give us a little take of what it's been like for someone like you with a big season coming up, what it's been like for you. Um, so, like, it really sucked not being in the pool for, like, three months. Like, that's the longest I've ever been out. And so, it was, like, really hard because, like, if you felt like, I felt like I had, like, no, like, purpose, basically, because, like, swimming's, like, my, like, life. So, I thought, like, I felt like, oh, like, there's nothing to work towards because I always like to work towards a goal. And I didn't have like a goal to work towards. So it sucked and I didn't know when we were going to start again. And then I got a call from Brian McGuire for Boylan and he's like, hey, like you can come practice with us. And I like said, okay, that's great because my club team isn't going back because like there's like issues with like our training facility there. Like they're not letting us practice there. So then he's like, yeah, you can come some with us. So the first time back in the pool was pretty awful because it felt really like weird to be back. And everyone was like out of like swim shape. Cause like I had kept in shape by like running and lifting, but I was out of swim shape because like, there's this like weird swimming shape. Like if you don't swim, then you're not going to be able to like go fast. So again, you've been doing it every day for since yeah. you so really like yeah the longest I've ever been out like willingly was for a month because of my shoulder so um yeah it was pretty weird and then I've been like nervously waiting like the answer to like are we going to be able to swim this season and so I was like on my thing yesterday like refreshing and refreshing and refreshing but of course it crashed and so then finally they came out and said we're gonna be able to swim and like it was just like such a happy moment because I want to like be able to have like a regular kind of fall season whether it like be completely normal which it's not going to be or like cut a month short like at least it'll be in the fall. Now you had told me I think earlier that this you're more mentally prepared this for this season than maybe ever, or at least more so than the past few, um, which makes you even hungrier or wanted even more when you feel ready for it. Give us a take as to why you felt more mentally prepared for this one and maybe why you were hungrier for this one uh, coming up. Well, I've taken some time to, like, learn some important, like, lessons. And because I used to, um, like, just, like, I wasn't as mentally tough 
the last three years. So I've learned how to like deal with situations and like people better. And so last year was not like one of my, it was my worst season ever because I struggled mentally and physically because I had my shoulder injury a month into the season and I had bicep tendonitis. And then I also had like an overuse injury. And so then I had to like start doing exercises to try to help that. But the doctors basically said the only way I could like completely heal it is if like I took time out of the water, like a long time. Like I think it was like a month. And I was like, well, if I take a month off, like it's going to be the end of the season already and I'm not going to like swim good. So I said, that's not an option. So I took like a couple days off. And so then I came back and then um, like a, I had like a bunch of people like assuming things about me like I was like being lazy or not trying which wasn't the case at all so hearing again, voices were you what hearing different voices yeah, out there <laughs> assumptions and people saying things about me and so then it got to like a sexual meet and that was like my least favorite meet ever because I had like a really bad race. Like after my 50 freestyle, I knew. No, wait, did you, didn't you say you had like some form of pneumonia or something? Yeah, so I had, it was at conference where I had like went to the doctor, my asthma specialist, and he's like, well, you have like borderline pneumonia basically, which is like going to go into a form of pneumonia if you don't like do something. So I had to take like my breathing treatments because I have asthma. And so then on top of having pneumonia and then my shoulder, which like, it hurts hair so like I could not like breathe well and so it like really sucked and then going into that meet like I knew I was sick but I didn't want to like complain to anyone so really the only ones that like truly knew what was going on was my family so then when I went there and I swam my 53 and I felt a little bit off because I had gone a 24 which is not my best time at all and so I felt a little bit off and it wasn't like what I wanted to go so um I knew like that I was going to like have to like basically try like the hardest I've ever tried in my 100 freestyle to win mm -hmm. because I was going up against Ali Cushing, which has been, we've been teammates before and I really respect her and I really like her. She's a nice girl. And so we had, a, so I knew I was swimming against her in the 100 free. So she was going to be a tough competitor because she was on fire that day. She had a really good day. So then I went up to her the 100 freestyle and I knew like the only way I was going to be able to try to beat her would be taking the first 50 out as fast as I could given like my condition. So I like go out, but she ends up catching me in the last 10 yards. Cause I just like didn't have anything left. And then what sucked the most and like literally what still plays in my head every day is when I touched the wall and I knew I lost cause I saw her like overtaking me the last 10 yards. And I hear like everyone going absolutely insane because I lost. Like that was literally one of the reasons cause they, no one really wanted me to win cause I've won all the time people just want to see me lose that's how it happens sometimes and literally it plays in my head every day and then a lot of things people were saying that day was like I didn't wear a faskin because like a bunch of the girls will wear faskins at sectionals mm -hmm. well I wasn't tapered and I didn't have my suit because of my shoulder because the faskin digs into my shoulder too much so I couldn't stand wearing that the whole day but people wanted to say it's because I thought I was better than everyone else and that I was too good and that's why I didn't wear it which wasn't the case at all so it's just really funny that people have to come in and do that but I after that race I like went and threw up and I was like vomiting in the bathroom Lovely. like after you had talked to me so yeah. then I was in there and then I had the 200 freestyle relay coming up 
So then I had to suck it up and swim that because I wanted my team to win. And I didn't want to, like, I didn't really feel good at all, but I decided, like, you got to do it for your team. So it came, I qualified that, and then the 400 freestyle, we ended up losing and we lost sectionals. But overall, like, it was an okay meet for what I was feeling. But then state came, and I'm like, well, I have Next to week, it. right? One week later. I was super nervous because um, literally, like, everyone was saying, like, oh, she's washed up maybe. And, like, people are coming at me online and saying, like, I was going nowhere fast. And that really hurt. Like, I was like, okay. I mean, it only did the opposite of making me feel bad. It just, like, fired me up to yeah, swim faster. Yeah. So I proved myself, and I went top 12 and proved, like, I'm not washed up or whatever you want to say. So the reason why I'm so motivated this year is because I want to redeem myself in the 100 freestyle and prove everyone wrong that I'm not washed up. I'm just as good. I'm better than I've ever been. So I hope they're all ready for it because they've dug their own grave. So Ah, yay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And it's, it's right here. We don't have to wait until next spring. Exactly. Like, that would suck waiting another, like, four months. So I'm ready. So I hope everyone else is, too. I hope so, too. Nia Karras from Boylan giving us a little preview of what's to come here in our shortened but yet exciting uh, girls high school swimming and dive season. Nia, good luck this season. Stay healthy and safe. And thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Wait. Uh, and we're right back with you with the podcast, Not Just a Game. And we have our second guest here, who is Lutheran soon-to-be senior Lauren Spangler, volleyball player. Uh, and Lauren, I know you've been anxiously awaiting word from IHSA on what's, what's going to happen with your season, which is generally here in the fall. Um, welcome aboard here on our podcast and give us a take Thank on you. what it's been like here lately for you to kind of wait for that decision and then what it was like to hear it. Well, we were all waiting for it. We were kind of grinding out some practices. We were practicing in masks, doing whatever they were basically asking us to do. Um, really hopeful. I had work yesterday, so I couldn't make it to the meeting. And I was just waiting for the text from my teammates, you know, to see what they were saying. And they sent the picture of the new IHSA rules. And we were all really disappointed. And we're just really hopeful for the spring season now. But it'll be so empty without a fall volleyball team. Right. So and and I'm assuming you have all this prep, and it's both it's physical and it's mental preparation that you guys yes. go through. Give me an idea of where you were at mentally over these last few weeks. Did you kind of were you hesitant to let yourself get too excited for a fall season, or did you kind of just say, "All right, let's play it out like we're going to have it"? How did you go about? I don't really think it's set in fully yet, but I was really hopeful for a season. I just kind of was aware that it was a possibility that they would cancel fall sports. And so I was still preparing like we would play a fall season, going to practices, working out, you know, being hopeful of a fall season and just basically waiting for an answer because it's just been all up in the air. Every state's been up in the air about all this COVID stuff. So it's been kind of crazy. 
and it still is, as we know. I mean, everything's fluid. Yep. Anything could change at any time. Um, mm -hmm. But for now, it appears as if the IHSA has moved you guys, volleyball, boys' soccer, and football from the fall to the spring. Um, and everybody's going to have a little bit of a condensed schedule, but all the sports mm -hmm. at least have a chance to play this school year, um, yep. which is the hope. Um, do you take any solace, any positives out of you got to wait, but you know, at least there's still hope and, and you've got even more time to kind of let this thing play out, um, before you have to hit the court. Yep. Um, more positives, honestly, for me personally, it'll be cool that since I have a job now, I was able to pick one up because of quarantine and COVID. I was able to have some free time, finally get a job and make some money because I'm always in season. And so now it's more time for work, more time to physically prepare and get back in shape, more time to mentally keep growing stronger and maturing, I guess. And same with our juniors and our sophomores. I mean, they'll be older by the time the spring comes around. A whole fall and winter is a long time, so it'll be more mental preparedness. We'll be hungrier, I think, honestly, because waiting to play would be just, you know, excruciating. We just want to get on the court, but I think there's a lot of positives that can come out of any situation. It just, you have to look at it the right way, and if we just keep a positive take on things, then that's all you can do at this point. It's uncontrollable. And and you talk about hungry. I mean, you guys last season, you rolled through that postseason. Um, and I know you had a lot of comebacks here and there, some exciting yeah. finishes. Um, but you you were dominant a lot of the way as well. Uh, and you got to state, I think that was the first time in program history. Yep. Um, and taking fourth, we know that means – uh, you suffered a couple of losses at the state tournament, which is never easy, um, but you also took fourth in the state. So give me an idea of how how hungry and how motivated you guys must be coming out of that. Well, we always said that for our team, we were the team that was either going to win it all or we were going to lose it all. It was just a mindset that we had. So it was just kind of once we lost the first game, we were shooting for the second, and it was a heartbreaker to lose the second game. But we were all crying in the locker room, coming close together. We were just saying how next year there was no doubt we were going to find a way to make it to state, no matter what it meant. We were going to find a way. And we were going to shoot for first because, I mean, once you're there, now we know. It's the first time in history we'd ever been there, but now we know what it was like. We know the thrill of it. We know – the adrenaline rushes. We know that when somebody cramps up, somebody else has to pick up the slack. I mean, it was just a new experience all around. And coming back a second time or hopefully wanting to go a second time to state this year, we would have been ready and we would have known. So, I mean, I just – I know we're all itching mm. to play a season and just the glory of it. It was a – it was – unimaginable it was awesome so yeah, we're, we're I'm so hopeful. watch you guys again what last question again lauren spangler from rockford lutheran volleyball really appreciate you coming on and talking with us last question for you give me an idea of what what do you think is going to happen this spring do you feel in your gut that 
Um, we're going to maneuver through this stuff and we're going to come out the other end and you guys are going to be back at a, you know, on a postseason run that dreams are made of again. Um, I really hope so. And in my gut, I just kind of feel that if they can cancel fall season, it means that they're hopeful that in the future that it'll die down by the time spring rolls around. Because if you're planning on moving a sport to a different season, you're just hoping that by the time that comes that it'll die down. So I'm hoping that cases will go down. There's no more outbreaks, you know, I mean, or we just become aware of the fact that it's a real thing and that it's going to happen. It's inevitable at this point. People are going to get it, you know. I mean, there's exposure everywhere. Work, outdoors, you just can't really control it. It's a virus, you know. So, I mean, I'm hopeful that we'll move forward with things we'll find a way to make it possible no matter what it is and if it's a shorter season it means not as much time to prepare but it not everybody will have the same everybody will still have the same time to prepare so everybody will be in the same spot nobody will be ahead of the game everybody will be moving at the same pace and I'm hopeful that we'll just pick it up right where we left off and find a way to get there again in postseason just get back on the court. Yeah. Just get back on the court. And there's still hope. There's, there's, you know, everybody's hoping that that's going to happen. And we'll see, huh? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we have right now. <laughs> Just it's to been see. a weird <laughs> couple of months. There's been yeah. a lot of that. It's been insane. How would you, how would you, uh, what do you think symbolizes these last couple months? What couple of words do you think puts it all in? Honestly, if I could describe this whole time period, we're making history, mm. and it's been unreal. That's basically all I have to say about it. <laughs> I, we agree with you. Yeah. Lauren Spangler, Rockford Lutheran, thank you so much. We really appreciate it, Lauren. Yes, thank you. And we're back with the weekly sports podcast, Not Just a Game. This is Jay Taft, and our third and final guest of this week is North Boone star quarterback Logan Emmanuel. And uh, Logan is hoping to get set for a big senior season as the quarterback over there in North Boone, and it's been a tricky couple of months. Logan, thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing? I take it you're healthy, your family's doing good? Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, thanks for having me out here today. Yeah, you bet. It's been a really weird stretch that everybody has been through here. Give me a little take on what you've been going through these past three or four months. How has it been emotionally for you, and what have you been doing to kind of keep yourself ready? You know, like when this all first started, like nobody really knew what to do. Like we were all just kind of like going by what the – like the governor was saying and stuff and just trying to follow the rules and just kind of doing what we can. And it was just really weird, like the whole time. Cause like nobody, nobody's ever been through this kind of thing before. We're all new to this. And like, we didn't have like when baseball got canceled in the spring, that's like, that was like the first big thing that I was like, dang, like, dang, this is like serious. Yeah. And then, like, school getting shut down for the whole year. It was just... 
It, it was crazy. I, now, how, how did you and your friends kind of handle things over the past few months, especially when it comes to, well, both physically and mentally? How did you keep yourself going, keep yourself sharp, keep, keep the smile on your face? <laughs> uh, me and my friends, we spent a lot of, a lot of hours playing video games together at <laughs> late nights, like to like 4 a.m. That, that's really what. That's like the highlight of my coronation, pretty much just hanging, doing that with them. I tell you, Logan, it seems like I talk to a lot of people, and one thing you got to give video games credit for, it has really helped a lot of you guys kind of keep in touch with your buddies, hasn't yeah, it? it has. It's been yeah. almost It's been almost like your only way to hang out with your friends the past few months, hasn't it? Yeah, especially at the beginning. Yeah, definitely did. Yeah, and it's lightened up a little bit now, and things are, mm-hmm. you know, our world is is trying to get back to normal a little bit. Give me an idea of what you've been doing, and you're a multiple uh, sport athlete, so you yeah. you've been trying to get your baseball thing going, um, trying to figure out what's been going on with football. What's it been like here in the sports world the last you know little phase here? But um, I think early June, we started travel baseball. So that kind of like helped get like getting out and doing stuff and getting active again. We played a couple tournaments and then we were kind of shut back down now for a couple of weeks. But like with football, we were able to get after it for about three weeks. And after, like now we're obviously shut down again. Yeah. It sucks. How how weird was that on Thursday? I mean, I take it pretty much everybody knew the news that the IHSA had handed down its proposal that basically pushed football, uh, boys soccer, and volleyball to the fall. Um, so give us an idea of what it was like when you guys showed back up Thursday morning, I assume, um, for what you were thinking was going to be another day at camp. And, and I think that was kind of the finale. What, give us a little mm-hmm. take on what that day was like. But we all like figured out Wednesday, like this is our last day. And then everyone was like texting in our football group chat, like, is there even going to be camp still? And then I asked our coach and he was like, yeah, we're just going to have one last day just kind of to do it. And then, a lot of people were gone on our last day. A lot of people were missing. Hmm. But, like, yeah, it didn't feel like it was – everyone knew that it was kind of pointless to be there. But everyone that was there still wanted to be there because, like, we all wanted to play so bad. What was your take? Give me, give me the emotions that were r- running through your veins when you heard that um, – while football was not canceled, they weren't shutting it up, shutting it down. Um, they were going to push it to the spring and hope to get, you know, kind of a, a nice season in then. What, what were the emotions like for you? I was like, I was like kind of thankful at that time yeah. when I heard that we, there's still like a chance that we could play, but there's also still a chance that it could get, that could get canceled too. Cause you never know if this thing will spike up more. But it sounds like you feel like this is maybe the best chance for you guys mm-hmm. to get as much of a season in as you can for your senior year, right? Yeah, for sure. Because if we tried to 
play a fall season. One school gets like an outbreak there and then the whole season shut down and feel like the spring would be the best option for everybody yeah boy um quite a season for you last year 2,617 yards and 24 TD passes does that sound right to you yeah yeah you probably got them numbers etched in your brain there uh (laughs) I'm assuming that's the target and you're trying to get over that here for the next season of course depending upon how many games you have and Mm -hmm. uh how far in the season you guys are able to go give me an idea of what you think um the spring is going to look like and what is it going to look like for north boone vikings football i think that we're going to have another playoff run here because i mean we only lost – we lost two, like, main senior, Cooper Baden and oh, Cooper. our our uh, one of our linemen, Connor Nolan. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, those were the two main ones last year that we lost. But everyone else was pretty much a junior last year that played. And we had a sophomore, Will Dutch, probably. Yeah. Yeah, Will's a weapon. Cooper was a big weapon. But you guys seem mm-hmm. to always kind of have – Somebody else ready to slide right in. Yeah. That passing attack is something fun to watch, I tell you. Yeah. We got a uh, – he's gonna. He's my senior, um, James Lynn. He's been working really hard this offseason. Uh-huh. He's looking to have a big season this year too. Great. Along with Will. Okay, great. Well, we're really excited to watch. I know we've got to wait a little while, and it's never easy. You have to be patient these days. We've learned that, haven't we, Logan? Yeah, for sure. Um, But as long as we can get there and get some football in, that's what's important. That's what we're kind of striving for, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. Thank you so much for – joining us Logan I know people really wanted to hear what you guys are kind of feeling and what you've been going through with all this craziness of late Um, Mm -hmm. so we appreciate it and um, you know keep working at it keep keep the right mindset you've got a great head on your shoulders and uh, look forward to watching you in the spring thank you all right Logan take care and thanks again for joining us yep thanks for having me